It's Monday, September 25th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. Meet the Tony Soprano of cybercrime, young, reckless, and in search of power. The XR projector that could transform everyday services. Workplace diversity, the deafening silence, and Windows 11 introduces passkey authentication. This is the business of tech. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That MGM computer hack is now attributed to a group known as Star Fraud and was carried out by English-speaking hackers who targeted large companies using stolen employee credentials and tricks like convincing tech support employees to provide new passwords. But here's the twist. The hackers are believed to be mainly 17 to 22 years old and have demonstrated a desire for power, influence, and notoriety rather than solely financial gain. Here's from the Washington Post coverage. New research being presented Friday at the LabsCon Security Conference outside Phoenix gives an origin story to the hackers, who the experts say call themselves star fraud. They say the group consists of a few dozen hackers who have connected online and are part of a much larger association known internally as the COM, short for community. Star Fraud has left clues through giving public shoutouts to associates and other unsophisticated behavior. Like others in the COM, they came together through crimes enabled by SIM swapping, which usually involves convincing phone company employees to hand over control of someone else's phone number. Because of poor security controls around those numbers, such gambits have allowed criminals to amass millions of dollars by beating SMS text-based two-factor authentication on cryptocurrency accounts. The extra money has made alliances possible with criminals who have different skills to bring to the table, including some who have hacked police servers and could send emails from purported officers demanding emergency disclosures of information on the phone and internet customers. Worse, the researcher said, they have now attracted recruiters for the Russian gangs who want to combine their business savvy with the techniques and local knowledge of the native English speakers. Quote, pre-big money, they were sextorting girls and trying to get them to kill themselves. There is something really sociopathic going on with these people, the lead researcher told the Washington Post on the condition that they not be named to avoid being targeted by the gangs. If you're interested in analyzing the choices MGM and Caesars each made, I'll direct you to Dark Reading. And like any good Vegas story, there's a bit of luck here too. And while I'm talking about the youth, Gen Z is more susceptible to online scams and hacking than older generations. 
A Deloitte survey reveals that Gen Z experiences higher rates of victimization in phishing, identity theft, romance scams, and cyberbullying. They are three times more likely to fall for online scams and twice as likely to have their social media accounts hacked. The cost of falling for scams is also increasing, with victims under 20 years old losing an estimated $210 million in 2022. The reason for Gen Z's vulnerability include their heavy reliance on technology, familiarity leading to convenience over safety, and inadequate cybersecurity education. Why do we care? I like this pair of stories because it challenges assumptions. Be easy to assume that Gen Z would be less likely to be scammed. They're digital natives, right? How much cybersecurity training do they get in their education? Not enough. And while that's an opportunity for someone, that isn't my point. Let's not assume any level of knowledge without validation. There's a level of criminality to the adversary here that's scary to researchers. That's notable and something I wanted to highlight. My allusion to Tony Soprano is even more apt. Yet let's make Tony a power-hungry millennial with desires for fame, money, and power. That should terrify us. This complex motivation makes them unpredictable and potentially more dangerous, necessitating a shift in how we approach cybersecurity threats. And yet again, if this were a physical threat, there'd be a massive investment in policing. That's not to discount the U.S. government investments of late. What I do want to emphasize is the change in nomenclature here. Tony Soprano is a specific vision. Paint a picture. Amazon is reportedly working on an XR projector to turn regular surfaces into screens. The company acquired projection mapping hardware startup Lightform to kickstart this project. Lightform had previously built an AR projector and an all-in-one projector, but faced challenges in the market. Amazon's upcoming projector is expected to require spatial awareness and may offer interactive mixed reality experiences in homes. This move follows Amazon's previous exploration of projection mapping with devices like the Amazon Glow. Projection mapping technology has potential, but also poses challenges in everyday environments. Why do we care? This was tucked into their announcements last week, and frankly, I think it's the biggest deal in there. This is the super long term, but making surfaces into screens is obvious and game-changing. I didn't want to let this one slip by without noting it. Competition in the U.S. job market is increasing, with more people vying for the same job openings compared to previous years. While the overall job market remains strong, the number of job vacancies is decreasing while more people are entering the labor market. However, experienced candidates still have an advantage as the pool of qualified applicants is relatively small. State-level jobs data in the United States reveals that while the job market does remain overall strong, some states are experiencing dynamics typically seen in recessions. California and New Jersey have seen significant increases in their jobless rates, while other states have seen decreases. These localized economic problems can be early warning signs for national economic issues. And according to new census data, the percentage of women who recently gave birth and remain in the workforce reached a decade-plus high last year. This is attributed to remote and flexible work options, which make it easier for new moms to balance parenting and their careers. However, the rising cost of childcare remains challenging, 
and the expiration of federal funding for childcare centers may deepen the affordability crisis. So it's interesting that at the same time, U.S. executives have reduced public discussions of workplace diversity following the Supreme Court's ruling against affirmative action. Mentions of diversity, equity, and inclusion on earnings calls and at conferences have dropped by 54% compared to last year. While companies have not pulled back on diversity initiatives, they are toning down public proclamations and reevaluating programs and documentation. According to a report by Wiley Edge, more than 60% of firms in the UK have lost diverse tech talent, with only 13% claiming to have no diversity issues. While many firms have successful diversity and inclusion initiatives, retention is often overlooked. Younger tech professionals, especially those from diverse backgrounds, feel uncomfortable in their roles. 60% of Gen Z tech workers, those born between 1996 and 2010, have felt uncomfortable in a job because of their diverse background, whether that be gender, ethnicity, disability, socioeconomic background, neurodivergence, or a combination of those. Why do we care? Broadly, the job market is tight, but it's not universal if you dig into the data presented. Think local and dig into your service area, particularly regarding your customers. Know your industries to anticipate issues better. There's a danger in pulling back on discussions of diversity efforts. You'll lose the message for those it matters to most, your younger and diverse workers. Windows 11 users will soon be able to create and manage passkeys for authentication on websites and apps, with general availability rolling out. Passkeys can be made using Windows Hello and accessed using face, fingerprint, or PIN. Passkeys can be stored on devices or saved to a mobile phone for convenience. This move aligns with the industry trend towards passwordless authentication, with other tech giants like Google and Apple adopting passkeys technology. Why do we care? It's very tactical, but with all the security needs, providers should push passkeys out as aggressively as possible. From a corporate security perspective, this is a massive win that needs to be pushed. It won't happen on its own. Partner Hero is an outsourcing company that goes beyond industry norms to prioritize employee empowerment, career growth, and quality performance. They pay above market salaries and have a management team that includes individuals from the startup world, making them more than just a service provider. They're also a thought partner for startups. With flexible terms to let you scale quickly and offices around the world for global coverage, you get a thought partner for your business with quality assurance baked into every program. You know I believe in outsourcing. It's what IT services is all about. If you're ready to bring in outside customer support help for your startup that feels like it's part of your existing team, check out Partner Hero. Head on over to partnerhero.com slash business of tech to book a free consultation with their solutions team. Mention you heard about Partner Hero from Business of Tech, and they'll waive the setup fee. Thanks for listening. Today, National Comic Book Day, a fun one for me, and also National Tune-Up Day. It might mean cars, but we should make it computers, too. Talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? 
Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.